Hi, welcome to Getting Biblical, the show where I drink too much and talk about my favorite Bible stories. I am Matt Smith, your host, and thank you for joining us today. So welcome back. This is part two of the story of Samson, the Bible's own superhero. Uh, we're going to start, even though it's a two-parter and this is the second part, we're going to start off just like we would any any show. It is kind of self-contained in, the, in this regard, you know, which means that I'm going to talk about what I'm drinking first before we get into the story. Today I'm drinking what I consider my, my daily drinker. Not that I drink every day, mom, but this is this is my go-to. I generally always have it on hand and never never get tired of it. Uh, it's uh, actually, uh, so Jim Beam's Kentucky Bourbon, and it just it's a great value to always just have a handle of it. It's never breaks the bank and always always is enjoyable for me so uh, i will drink this quite quite often so uh, i'm glad to to be in my comfort zone here of, of drinking drinking some bourbon and picking up where we left off on samson so if you remember from the last one which you probably you probably just listened to listened to recently he fell in love with one of the opposing societies, uh, civilizations, whatever, the opposing peoples, uh, women, women, and they were going to get married. It fell through. Things went south. He may or may not have uh, like caught 300 foxes and tied them together and put their tails on fire, sort of, and let them burn down a city. And then people got mad and killed his ex-fiancee and her father by burning them alive in their house and he got mad and killed all of them and then went and lived in a cave so yeah that's where we that's where we pick up so he's living in a cave after after all that and at this point you might be thinking matt what else is there to say where do we go from here the man killed a lion as you would a goat with your bare hands, then ate honey out of its insides, and then uh, killed 30 men and took their clothes and gave them to pay off a bet, and then caught 300 foxes and burnt down a village. Like, where, where do we go from here? And yes, those are all very exciting things and super fun. <laughs> to talk about uh it does actually the three the 300 foxes like it's kind of big it's kind of hard to top that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pretend but uh there is some cool stuff left to say there's a lot left to say and where we really get into uh not to hype up too much we really get more into like his superpowers oh that's the thing i forgot to mention in the, in the last uh, episode so uh, we talked about, if you remember, there were the three things, right? So, like, the Israelites, the chosen people, were under Philistine control for 40 years, and they had been upset about it and praying for God to to deliver them out of the hands of the Philistines. And he sent an angel that may or may not look like Chris Hemsworth to tell a man, Manoah, and his wife that they were going to have a kid, and he was going to deliver them out. But they said, in order for him to do what God wants him to do, you got to do these three things, which was the mom and the child, and now an adult, uh, Samson. So the mom and Samson both weren't allowed to drink wine. The mom and Samson both were not allowed to eat unclean food and, uh, you know, non-kosher or whatever. And, the, and Samson was not allowed to cut his hair. There's another set of scripture earlier on in the Bible that, of course, we've skipped over. It was it was way back in like Leviticus or something like that, where 
where there was this uh, vow called the Nazarite vow or Nazarene vow where if someone sort of kind of a little bit think of like nuns um, or monks maybe that that make vows of silence or nuns making vows to to not be married or 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 have sex or, or whatever uh, that type of that type of thing but it was the the, the Nazarite vow where if one if one offered their their themselves and their life and their lifestyle and everything to to God and that they would do these three things you know abstain from wine uh, which clearly clearly I'm out already but anyway they would abstain from wine and abstain from unclean food and uh, I guess not not cut their hair then they would they would become an, a Nazarite was was the term I don't know if there's a history of them having any kind of superpowers or anything but they were definitely revered and seen as closer to God and more connected and and all that all that type of thing so that's that's what's happening that was the underlying I forgot to mention in the first episode of why they seem kind of random when Chris Hemsworth was just telling her what to do with the baby it was making the baby a Nazarite doing you know which isn't fair there's kind of like a the like Samson as an as a infant or as an unborn child even as a fetus wasn't able to make that vow himself which it, it is a personal thing and it should have been so i wonder if that's part of why he ended up becoming a kind of a dick and uh, kind of a douchebag in his life because he wasn't he didn't make that vow himself it was made for him and maybe there's a maybe there's a deeper meaning or a deeper level there of of trying to force something and beliefs and lifestyles on our children, uh, religious or otherwise, that shouldn't be there. But we're not there. We're not here for that today. We're here to drink and talk about Bible stories. Uh, we're not going to go down that road. So anyway, but just want to let you know, it's kind of it's it's the biblical version of Captain America's like super soldier serum, where he did you do those three things and you're connected to God and he gives you the strength to kill a lion as if it was a goat with your bare hands and and those types of things so it's definitely there's there's no doubt that there was some supernatural forces he wasn't just a buff like ripped guy that just happened to be super strong and could kill lions like it was easy there was another layer of of superpowers uh happening and and that's what we're going to get into uh in the next section here i just i felt i felt the need to clarify that since i i forgot to earlier so where were we so we're so he's living in a cave after everything happened the philistines come back uh, to his town and they, i guess the cave was nearby his his old town like like where his dad lived or whatever so they go back the philistines they come down kind of like a quasi army come down they're looking for him they're looking to arrest him and they they can't they don't see him but they see like the the leadership or whatever of of his town and so there's a bunch of like israelites you know a bunch, bunch of jews bunch of jews there and they uh, they're like hey uh your samson guy just like set some foxes on fire and then killed a bunch of people and we want to arrest him and the israelite people were like oh um okay well we think we know where he is 
we'll we'll go get them for you. And I don't know. I think there might have been some more information where they like came to an agreement for some reason, other than I don't know whatever another reason. I don't know why they didn't just like point and say he's over there, go get him. Uh, and they were like, nope, let us do it. But but they did. Maybe they still liked him. Maybe they knew that he was one of them. They're like, you know what? We're gonna take care of our own. We're gonna go. We're gonna go arrest him for you. But they also knew what Samson was and knew who he was, and they didn't. They didn't really trust him 100% in that they didn't just send, like, one dude to go and arrest him. They sent 3,000. They sent 3,000 Jews to the cave to go grab Samson. And so he's just chilling out at the cave, thinking about that time he caught those foxes, wishing he had a dead lion honey buffet going on in the cave. And all of a sudden, 3,000 Jews show up, and they all go, Why you do this? Why, what'd you, why did you do this? Why did you break this on us? And, and Samson quite simply responds, They deserved it. And I, I didn't have a choice. They, had, they needed to be done. They deserved it. And they're like, Man, but you, man, but you can't. You can't, you can't just be going and lighting foxes on fire, bro. You can't do that. That's not okay. So, like, listen, we we need to arrest you and give you over to them or there's going to be some trouble. Okay? Is that cool? And he says, you know what? Promise me that you guys won't kill me and then we're cool. Right? So, he's, you know, he's like, like I don't care. If you want to tie me up, you want to arrest me, whatever, I don't, I, don't give a sh- I don't give a shit. Like, just, just promise me that you won't kill me. And they're like, nah, dog. We ain't trying to kill you at all. That's not That's not our thing that we just need to arrest you and give you to them. And he's like, that's fine. I'm down with it. It's cool. Let's roll. So they tie him up, whatever. They bound his, his, his hands and stuff, and then they walk out of the cave. And so they all meet up with the Philistines, and they're all like, here he is. He's tied up. He's arrested. They're like, great, thanks. And we'll take him from we'll take it from here, you know. Thanks so much. And so they take him, and the 3,000 like, Jews or whatever, they leave. And so it's just Samson with the Philistines that had come and and to them. And it says that the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. He's unleashing. He's going Super Saiyan at this point, right? Like, and he breaks the rope off. And then it says he grabs the jawbone of a donkey. And he he takes the jawbone of the donkey and just starts going to town on these people. And... Side note, in researching this, just to make sure, like, like so these are all stories that I, I'm familiar with and I, and I love very much and I know about. Also, at the same time, there's some little details that I, I might get a little fuzzy on. So I, I usually I kind of, in preparation for this show, reread some stuff. And I was led to believe in this passage my whole life that there was, like, a dead body skeleton, like, like, a, like, a, like a cowboy, Clint Eastwood, desert scene like you know the 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 skeleton of a cow or some kind of farm animal like on the side of the road because apparently he ran out of water and dehydrated or or whatever um you know that kind of like that kind of you know and like and like tumbleweeds rolling by like i'd always like when i grew up with this this idea that that was what it was there was like a skeleton of a donkey nearby and he just bent down grabbed the jawbone from it and and went to town defending himself and beating these guys up and in reading it uh for the first time in a few years i realized that the bible doesn't actually specify 
if the jawbone was from a skeleton or from an actual like live breathing donkey which might show you like how dark and twisted my mind is to even think that it was a possibility but i mean really this is the guy that's already killed 30 people to get clothes to pay off a debt and caught 300 foxes and set their you know tails together and with torches and and everything that he's done like why would he like if he like you look at like <laughs> it's like the opposite of macgyver so like macgyver's like like man i really gotta blow this door open where can i get a paper clip like a gum wrapper foil and uh, a shoelace and you know create an explosive and i mean maybe it's maybe it's similar i don't know ancient bible times samson's like i got these guys that i need to fight what's around me hmm nothing but a donkey uh all right i'll use your jawbone let me borrow this real quick and they and maybe he just pulled the jawbone off of the live donkey which now in my head i just envision Eddie Murphy's donkey character from Shrek just sitting there now without a jaw saying like like and I'm not even gonna do an Eddie Murphy impression but you can imagine his voice and just like what what the hell happened like just no jaw just freaking out like and and <laughs> Samson's using the donkey jaw bone to, to fend off these guys sorry that was a very long tangent of just letting you know where my brain's at uh, anyway so whether it was from a live donkey that he yanked off for no reason <laughs> or it was the the dried up skeleton of a previously dead donkey that was lying by the road either way he finds himself with the jawbone of a donkey as his weapon goes to town fighting these guys the bible says that he he, he fought them and when the dust had settled he had killed a thousand men very nonchalantly i might add he just and so he can so samson killed a thousand men that day i think is what it says something like that like nah no big deal whatever um also curious to note um one if you want to believe that it wasn't as horrific as that i mean it's that's i mean still it's an amazing feat right again that is superhero level captain america thor type level of like a one versus a thousand um the hebrew word for when it says like there were and a thousand men like died or whatever that that, that kind of key word there actually could also be translated to struck down which also could be dead so it it's, doesn't rule it out but also could just mean like he beat him up and knocked him out or whatever so maybe maybe there aren't a thousand people dead or maybe there were more than a thousand guys there because uh, remember they talked the jews into getting them out of the cave and there were three thousand of those guys so there was enough of a number of these dudes here to make them pull up you know roll up three thousand deep to the cave to get samson out anyway so maybe there were like three or five thousand guys but after the dust was settled only a thousand of them were dead which uh i'm not good at baseball i don't know what the batting average is if you kill a thousand people the five thousand like what your numbers are statistically but still impressive you're just one dude with a jawbone of a donkey pretty pretty crazy uh samson you guy and, and that's it so he kills he kills a thousand people with a jawbone of a donkey like it's no big deal then he walks a little ways and he's worn out he is 
he is he is busted ass tired from i mean you kill a thousand people man they you work up a sweat right that's no easy feat and not it's not like killing a goat with your bare hands you know <laughs> so so he sits down and he's super thirsty and then like but this guy man like he's such a badass he's such a badass right but he's still like kind of uh, he's such a whiny little douche like so so he kills a thousand guys with the jawbone and you know, thanks to the you know superpowers the spirit of the lord whatever and then he's thirsty and he cries to god and says you gave me all this power and i've delivered your people by killing all these guys but now you're gonna let me die of thirst like okay drama queen like hold up for a second and so that's kind of what god says is like but i guess god thought he had a point so then it says again nonchalantly and then god cracked open a mountain and water came out and samson drank from the water that flowed out of the mountain so like like not not a lava volcano eruption but like a a good like evian like or whatever like like water water flowing from the mountain uh just because he was complaining and i like i just i i love how <laughs> like oh he killed a thousand men no big deal and then god cracked open a mountain and water came out just so that he could have something to drink like that's amazing like i like i don't know it just doesn't even bat an eye at any of this stuff and that's why i love that's why i love these stories and so anyway so he drinks from the waters from the mountain and everything is fine and then we get to the point where it just fast forwards and we do a uh, as in tv shows we do a big uh time jump right we just boom now 20 years later is is where the next verse starts 20 years later and he's been he's still a bachelor pretty much he's still single uh he never he never never found love you know after that whole incident before and uh but people still hate him right the next the surrounding villages all know of him as the the foxes guy or whatever the guy you know the jawbone donkey killer whatever whatever kind of uh, hyperbole you want to add to it i'm sure whatever they talked about him but they, they all hated him and they still wanted him dead and 20 years is a long time for those types of emotions to fester and so he's he's in this town and and he's uh with a prostitute actually and he's sleeping after after they had done the deed he's 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 sleeping with the prostitute and the the prostitute finds out that he like people want him dead and she actually like ends up telling him like hey man like like i don't know if she actually was trying to look out for him or she just like is bad for business if one of your clients ends up stabbed or whatever like legit trying to assassinate him they want to come in the middle of the night and like just like slit his throat or something like that so she lets him know about it about the whole plot to kill him and when he finds out about it, so I, actually, you know what? Uh, sorry, sorry, I jumped, I jumped the gun. They weren't gonna do it in the middle of the night, I don't think. They were actually gonna do it the next day in the morning, like catch him first thing in the morning, like at breakfast or something or brunch, uh, and like try to kill him there for whatever. But anyway, but I guess he was a good paying client. She didn't want to lose him, so she tells him what the deal is because she finds out about it, and he's like, oh, you know what? And this wasn't like his his main town. This wasn't like where his dad was at. I think this was like one of the other towns. So he ends up like, oh, oh, real? Oh, for reals? All right, all right, thanks. 
And so he gets up in the middle of the night and wakes up and like sneaks out and he goes to the front gate of the whole city. So it's like, if you remember what, uh, like uh, on Aladdin, what Agrabah looked like, you know, where like Prince Ali, you know, like that when they like marching in, like the, the gates of Agrabah, like he goes to those, those big monstrous, like huge things. And I'm assuming that's how big they were. I don't know. And but they were big enough. And that it's big enough that this part is impressive, right? As as that's what we can ascertain from from the Bible. And so he goes to the the gates of Agrabah, and he rips the whole doors off, and the doors and the posts and everything, and he just carries the doors and the posts and all. He just carries it to a nearby hill that was by the front gate, and just plants them, just like just shoves them like stakes in the ground and just let, leaves them there on this hill so anybody that comes near the front gate of the city of, of, of Agrabah if you will sees uh, sees that the gates are torn off but they're like planted maybe they're like gravestones kind of like symbolic I don't know, over there and it's just it's a very like come at me bro uh, like move like you trying to kill me like I got a hose on my side like like, like I'm I'm two steps ahead of you. Also, you don't have a front door uh, to your city. Don't 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 come at me. Very. I don't know. I, I, this is actually one of my. I don't know why, but one of my favorite things that he did is just like, like he didn't defend himself. He just like I'm gonna tear the door off your whole city and show you what's up and don't mess with me. And I, I think it's very. And maybe he maybe he matured a little bit in the twenty years since we left him after killing a thousand people with the jawbone of a donkey. Anyway, so he does that, and they decide, I guess, not to kill him right then and there. And he leaves that town, of course, because you can't stay in a town that you tear the doors off the whole town. And he uh, he goes into the town, and there he meets. And if you've ever heard this story before, this is the, this is the female that you're familiar with. He meets Delilah. He meets Delilah and falls in love with her. And uh, she's kind of a hot mess. Uh, um, I, I mean, I guess she's gorgeous, but, you know, she's not like he's in love, in love with her. And she's just kind of like in like with him, like she's with him, but whatever. Like, I don't know. She still has her ties to the Philistines and everything. And so the Philistines got to her and they bribed her and said hey uh if you could like while you're like while you're banging him and stuff or whatever like could you figure out what what the source of his power is and why he's he's so strong and why he can do all these things and if you tell us and we and we can kill him then we'll give you a big prize you know we'll give you we'll give you a payday a payout she's like yeah that's cool uh i'm in count me in so the first night comes there they do their thing and they're cuddling afterwards and she's like i just imagine like she's next to him and like she's kind of got like the little like like the one finger on his chest or whatever like a little swirly thing that the girls do that's awesome and she's like oh hey by the way where do you where do you get your strength from why why are you so strong he's like starts to like try to brag and he's like oh whatever you know if they were to tie me up with seven fresh ropes, I will be weak as any normal guy. I, I will not be able to break them, and I will lose all my strength. She goes, cool, awesome. So she goes the next day to the her Philistine you know, people that are, that are paying her off, and she's like, hey, if you get 
uh, seven new, seven fresh ropes and uh, tie him up. He, he'll be stuck and he uh, won't be able to do anything. And they're like, awesome, let's do it. So the next night they're at their house and they do their thing and they're sleeping. He's dead asleep. He is, Samson is knocked out. The assassin, apparently, I think the Bible even says, like there were like assassins in the room, like the whole, like just hiding somewhere in the room the whole time. Like just kind of an awkward idea. Like just like a ninja assassin just hiding behind the curtain while you're like, banging Delilah and anyway anyway so he he falls asleep Samson falls asleep and the the ninja comes out the assassin comes out and ties him up with seven fresh ropes and they're like okay we're good and he kind of calls in his her, his buddies the other like Philistines she like they kind of go through this whole like charade um where they like Delilah Delilah wakes him up he like 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 pushes him shoves him it's like Samson 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 the Philistines are here wake up and he wakes up and he just like brah like just breaks all the new seven fresh ropes he just breaks them like they're nothing and beats the shit out of all the philistines and <laughs> like he didn't kill him i don't think uh they just ran away but yeah it's funny because i don't it's just kind of like the end of the passage as far as i remember he doesn't they don't like he doesn't ever talk about like man how did those ropes get on me or like very very funny how I just uh, what a coincidence I just last night told you that seven ropes and here they were seven ropes are when I was in the middle of sleeping how curious alright let's go back to bed Delilah you're amazing like didn't didn't maybe come to his mind at all I don't know I'd be a little like a, like a high coincidence I don't know anyway so they go they do it again There she does it at the same time she's like, like that was a close call uh, well I'm really glad I don't they don't know your real secret. Cause clearly, that one was a fake one. You know. By the way, like, what is what is a secret? What you know? <laughs> what, what? Oh, you know. What? Actually, I take it back. I think I, I think I overstepped again. <laughs> Welcome to Getting Biblical, the show where I drink too much and talk about my favorite Bible stories. I actually I got ahead of myself. Uh, so they, they she ties them up with the like seven new ropes or whatever I think they might have called them bowstrings or something like that in the Bible, and they and she says wake up wake up the uh, the the Philistines are here and when he does that like they don't actually come out I don't think uh, now that now that I'm thinking about it they don't actually come out of their hiding spots they just the assassins are just hanging out there and but he wakes up when she like wakes him and says hey they're they're here he jumps out of bed and just rips the rips the, the ropes right off of him and like where are they at where are they so like he doesn't actually beat anybody up at that night i don't believe so she said what's your secret and he said seven fresh ropes she ties him up while he's asleep she wakes him up and says hey they're here the assassins stay hidden he breaks out of the ropes and like where are they at and she's like you lied to me what's the deal with that and he's like it doesn't even say that he's like you tied me up what's the deal with that like i told you my secret and then you did my secret like what the what the hell not okay but she's like she starts complaining and she's like what's the real secret like why don't why do you have why do you have secrets you know what are you keeping from me let me see your cell phone who you been talking to that type of thing and he says okay 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 so he's like here's the deal if you put my hair in braids then I I'll lose all my power. She's like, what? <laughs> She's like, that's like, oh, okay. 
He's like, yeah, if you put, if you if you bring in, uh, I don't know if he had like a, I, I mean, he must have a long hair, right? Because he, he never could have cut it his whole life. So he was definitely like Fabio or whatever, like long, long, long hair. He's at least 30, if, if not older, 40 or so at this point, And just never, ever, ever, never has ever cut his hair. And so she literally, while he's sleeping, she brings in a big loom and weaves all of his hair together and make like basically knits a quilt or something with his hair. And this, my guy, man, like he just, he sleeps through the whole thing. Like he's, he is knocked out. She just braids his whole hair, and again, she wakes him up. The Philistines are coming. They're here. And he jumps out of bed, and while, like, his his hair is still in the loom, it's still, she was, like, still, like, it was still intertwined in this machinery to, to braid things, and he jumps out of bed and, like, pulls with his hair and everything, and it just breaks the machine, and breaks the loom, whatever, like together, and no fucks given. And he's like, "Where are they? Where are they?" So she gets real upset again, and she pesters. And like again, I don't, again, I don't know, I don't know why he wasn't like, like, why are you, why were you braiding my hair right now? Like, why, like, we're now two for two. This is a coincidence of things that I'm telling you, and then they're happening. Um, you know, I, I whatever. I'm not. Not privy to some of the finer details of the story of how it happened, but so she gets upset and she pastures him every day for a while, and then finally, when he can't stand it anymore, he tells her the truth. He says, "Hey, look, so God made a deal with my parents, and when I was in the womb, you know, the whole Nazarite vow thing that I talked about earlier. He says, my hair has never been cut. If you cut my hair, I will lose all of my strength. That's my secret." And Delilah believed him. She knew he was telling the truth this time, I guess. Uh, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that she knew he was telling the truth. So she called in the Philistine assassins again. They This time, I guess, they believed her straight up. They gave her the money. And then Samson, they did the deed. And Samson went to sleep. And she had one of the assassins dudes come in and shave his head. They cut off all his hair. So now he's bald and he's got no hair. And again... Like, I mean, we've all, I guess, been to, like, the frat parties or whatever. Or, like, we did shave a guy while he was while he was drunk. It can be done. Yeah, never mind. I take it back. I was going to say, like, how, how asleep do you have to be for your hair to be shaved off and you not even wake up or know it? But, I mean, I've done it. I, I'm, I'm as bad as a Philistine, I guess. So, anyway, but I digress. So, she wakes up again and is like, the Philistines are here. And he jumps up out of bed and now he's bald. And he's all he's all cocky, and he says, "I beat him before. I'll beat him again. No big deal." But he didn't know that God had departed from him, and he didn't have his strength. And the Philistines ran in, held him down. They were so pissed off that they gouged out his eyes. Yes, that escalated very quickly. <laughs> like, oh, like. This man lost his lifelong flowing Fabio hair and his eyeballs all within 30 minutes. Just what, what, what a travesty! No, it, 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 sad. But they had, they'd been, they'd been 20 plus years of wanting to kill this guy. So of course they're gonna be like, we got him. We, we're holding him down now. We got, you know, we're gonna do what we gotta do. So they got, they, they, they gorged out his eyes. 
They gou gouged, gorged. That's like eating too much, right? They gouged out. Again, welcome to Kidding Biblical, the show where I talk about Bible stories and drink too much. Gouged out his eyes. They they take him off and they put him in a prison. And so so now so now Samson has no hair, no eyes, and the strength of the Lord left him. So he's puny. And he's put into prison and put into big bronze shackles, and they make him do hard labor, which is even harder than normal hard labor because he used he was used to being like super strong from God, and now he was normal strong. So hard labor, I'm sure, was even worse. So it was really having a time of it, having a real, real hard, a real hard spot, not being able to see, and also still doing hard labor. God bless him. I mean, I, I've said some mean things about him before. I, I mean, I don't, I feel bad for anyone who gets their eyes eyes gouged out because your girlfriend betrayed you that's that's a rough that's a rough pill to swallow anyway so but the philistines are there sometime this some time had gone by they i don't know how long he was in in prison uh doing the hard labor but it was it was for a minute but they um maybe you know a few months maybe maybe even up to a year the the rulers of the philistines decided that they wanted to have a big feast and sacrifice to their god because they were uh, maybe it was more recent than this i don't know but like it was it was definitely kind of like in relation to them capturing samson but also like the way that governments work like it takes a while so i don't know who knows but they so their god I believe it was uh Dag dagon they wanted to sacrifice maybe i guess some goats whatever they wanted to sacrifice to their god and and just being super happy that samson was taken care of and he wasn't a thorn in their side anymore so they wanted to sacrifice to their god and, and appreciate that i think there's like three thousand of them having a, just this big old party and they're just they're just living it up and so glad to be done with that that samson dick <laughs> They one of them, and it's a big. I don't know how long. I can't remember. I think the Bible says it, but that it's a big old. Just like that bachelor party was like a seven day long affair. This was a big party for like a, I think for like a long time. While they're in the middle of the party, one one of the guys is like, "Hey, we're having this big party because we caught we captured Samson and plucked his eyes out. Why don't we bring him here? Like that would be that would be the." best that would be the best you know uh icing on the cake or whatever cherry on top for this party so they go and they they get samson from the prison and they bring him into the the middle of this party they take his bronze shackles and they tie him up in the middle of the room there's these two like uh pillars in the room that they they tie him up to like kind of like one hand to each one i guess they lock and they just all they're just having a, like they it's kind of a dick thing to do i'm mean, just having a big old party you're eating and you're drinking and this like guy with no eyes and he's just shackled to a couple pillars and you're just having a great old party in celebration of what you did to this guy like it just it seems like uh, this is probably why these are bad guys right these you know these these are not the nice guys they're not the they're not the the misunderstood <laughs> philistines they're you know they're not the whatever uh seen from a different perspective you know the philistines maybe were the good guys all along i don't uh, i don't i don't know if it's, it was that situation because that's it's kind of a that's kind of a sadistic thing to do but anyway so he's there he's these two big pillars and they shackle him up to the to the pillars and he's center stage for the whole party and they're just having a good old time and but what they didn't count on while they were doing that was that uh it, again it had been long enough that his hair had started to grow and 
uh, it wasn't as long as it, you know, normal has it had been, but it had started to grow back out. And I don't know quite what the limit is on when you promise not to cut your hair, like how long it has to be before you're in God's good graces again. But apparently, it was getting pretty close. Got uh, Samson being there with all these people around. He he prays to God. And he's like, hey, please, man, just one last time, give me give me the superpowers, give me the power so I can get revenge on these dicks for taking my eyeballs. <laughs> please, just one last time, like, give me that strength. God hears him, and God says, I got you, dog. <laughs> like, here you go. And so God, God fills him up with power, Samson. He like pushes and pulls the chains and the shackles and the pillars, and he just he, I don't I don't know if he pushes them off or he pulls them together like a big like makes a big cross with his arms and just like yanks them down. I don't know how it went down exactly, but either way, he topples the pillars, which were clearly load bearing pillars. <laughs> the whole place the whole building comes down he, he breaks those pillars and the whole roof collapses and kills everybody so in his, his last moments he ends up taking out you know three thousand of these dicks here uh, the bible says specifically it's it's very very curious that they specifically noted but they said in that one day in that in the moment of his death he killed more people than he did all the days he was alive <laughs> which i guess is something to brag about <laughs> yeah and and that was it and this was also this was these so these weren't also just like just anybody this was just three thousand and nobodies or like the 30 guys that he killed to take their clothes these were the rulers these were the the, the head honchos right the government the people in power and so by killing them he then kind of laid waste to the whole government of the Philistines and they weren't in a position to be in power at that at that moment which led the uh, Israelites to being free and uh, which was the promise which is the promise so many years ago uh, they had been in, in bondage I think 40 years as we said in, in the last episode and then this was another let's say 20 years when he tried to marry the first girl and then 20 years later or so so we're like 80 80 years now that the israelites were under the philistine control give or take and you know dirty math or whatever on all that but yeah like 80 years or so and and samson did it god kept his promise he said samson's gonna be the guy to do it and he did it uh wasn't a super happy story for samson I did say that when he pushed down the pillars and the ceiling collapsed, it killed everyone, uh, in, including Sam. This isn't, this isn't the Captain America story that you're used to. Our hero does not escape. Uh, he, he does die as well. But, he, I mean, his eyes were gone, so I mean, he's probably, I mean, probably happier. But, um, and, and that was it. They, uh, it says that the family members got his body out of the rubble, and they buried him by his father. And that's it. That is the story of Samson, God's superhero. Or, uh, well, yeah, God's superhero. I was going to say the Bible, the Bible superhero, but whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Please tune in next time where, what am I talking about? Oh, well, we're going to talk about the, one of the first badass women in the Bible. I hope you guys have a great day. Cheers. <laughs>